Welcome to Stock Talk, the new Stockhouse podcast series that brings you behind the scenes insights into trending topics from capital markets, influencers, and entrepreneurs, broadcasting from the heart of the financial district in beautiful downtown Vancouver. Welcome to the Stock Talk Investor Podcast, where we bring you information straight from the CEOs working in the capital markets. I'm Dave Jackson. Cannabis company Red, White & Bloom Brands Incorporated went public on the CSE in June 2020 under the symbol RWB and has struck several deals since then. The company acquired licensing rights to the popular High Times brand in Michigan, Illinois, and Florida in June. A month later, RWB exercised out an option to acquire Pharmaco, a deal which would give the company 10 dispensaries in Michigan and eight more in various stages of development as well as multiple grow facilities. Then last month, Red, White & Bloom closed the acquisition of the Platinum Vape Group of California-based companies whose products are sold at more than 700 retailers in Michigan, California, and Oklahoma. When combined with RWB's 3.6 million square foot Illinois greenhouse that's licensed to grow hemp, you have a healthy set of assets. The company is working to become one of the top three super state cannabis operators active in the U.S.'s legal cannabis and hemp sector. We're joined today by Red, White & Bloom's chairman and CEO, Brad Rogers, to find out more about the latest with the company. Thanks for joining us, Brad, and nice to chat with you again. Very nice to chat with you as well. Thank you for that uh, very detailed, incredible intro. And I don't know if I can add any more. I mean, that's that's pretty, pretty succinct. Well, well I, think, I think you can, and we're going to actually start off with Brad, because <laughs> certainly you know more about RWB than I do. So let's start off with talking a little bit about the difference between what a super state operator is and a multi-state operator. What's the distinction, and how does being super play into your expansion plans? <laughs> well, super is better than multi, uh, I would think, just because of what what we saw was um, you know, it was a land grab across multiple states and there was a premium, uh, on the, in the markets for, you know, the, the most states with the most stakes in the ground. And, uh, and really that made no sense to us in terms of how to run a business. Uh, and so, you know, critical mass is where it's at for us. And, and, you know, with critical mass, you become, uh, you become super, you know, I mean, that, that was, we, we needed to redefine, uh, what the value there what uh, in the definition of super state operator versus multi-state operator and, and really set ourselves apart and say, you know what, we're going deep wherever we go. We're going critical mass wherever we go. You know, one store in 19 states does not make for a great business because you have to manage them all. You have to work with compliance, your, um, your governance, et cetera. You know, one, one whim of a regulatory framework change in any state can really put you out of business if you're not on top of it. And so where we wanted to be was really owning a state and really owning the business and, and being able to help shape that business within that state that we're in. Uh, and our beachhead was Michigan. And so we started there and, and, and went critical mass. And so that was one of the, 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 the starting of what we saw as really redefining MSO into SSO, super state operator. Um, and then, of course, as you, as you succinctly said, we went into Illinois with a real strategy there with respect to seeing, um, you know, the hemp bill came through. And now, you know, CBD is now a national potential for, uh, for the United States. And, and we started there 
because we were a little bit late to the game in the in the Illinois market to get a license there for THC. However, we're actively pursuing one right now and uh, and, and, and being very, very uh, um, look, looking like we've uh, got some traction there as well. So I, I won't uh, get ahead of myself there. Uh, but I think that that's, uh, that's effectively what we wanted to do. And it's 3.6 million square feet. So a massive, massive operation. Um, and, uh, you know, when that THC license comes in, a 200,000 square foot canopy will do, you know, a very, very nice piece of business. We estimate somewhere in around 200 plus million dollars of revenue just in that one facility with no stores uh, and satiate that market uh, and have the ability to do that with really no CapEx out because we've got the infrastructure already. So, you know, a very strategic play in a very critical mass way in Illinois. So we've got a very nice big chunk of business, as you said, in Michigan. And a, and a very, very high potential business uh, within Illinois and Florida. We're actively working on uh, on, on, on a very interesting uh, situation there, which is uh, very exciting for us uh, on top of that as well. So, uh, and of course, you know, as you mentioned as well, you know, we get to uh, leverage the High Times uh, brand, which right. is effectively, as far as I'm concerned, the only brand in cannabis uh, around for 46 years. And, and really has uh, the mind share of the of, of the of, of the U.S. market, and so um, you know that's exciting for me. It really, really is. And, and um, so I, I hope I answered your question on the super state. I went deep on it, went long on it, as a long answer to a very short question. But that's how we see our business and going real critical mass and in wherever we go. No, you nailed it, Brad. And that's a great segue into my next question, which is that Red, White & Bloom has just closed a deal to launch Platinum Vape products in Arizona later this quarter. You know, what more can you tell us about that move? Well, it was funny. That, that deal was in the works prior to us uh, taking buying the company. Um, and so that's with another um, MSO, I would call them, or maybe they're, you know, retracting into a, or, or scaling up into a, or refining themselves into an SSO, as I understand. But um, that that's, uh, is, is a deal with somebody else uh, that's in that state, utilizing their facilities to be able to actually produce platinum material um, and uh, use uh, their facilities as a license and distribution channel. So um, really, really exciting for us to get into that market because, as you know, um, Rec is on the ballot for November for uh, for Arizona, and and man, that's that's another market that is really insatiable right now. And so, you know, taking platinum into that um, that market uh, and and negotiating the high times piece on it on top of it right now as well, we'll be in uh, we'll be in four plus states with uh, with high times um, and platinum vapes and uh, using their formulations and. And uh, getting getting um, you know distribution within those channels is going to be really really uh, exciting and, and 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 you know paying out for shareholders for sure no question. Uh, now last month RWB closed on a twenty five million dollar bot deal to finance an M and A activity uh, and operation. What does financing like this mean in terms of support for the company? Oh look, I mean, uh, it, there's there's so many opportunities right now in in terms of uh, what's available in the states. I mean, there's a lot of predatory opportunities right now for us. Um, and but you know that 25 million was actually a 15 million dollar raise. Uh, there was 40 million in the book, 
uh, way oversubscribed, and um, and we took 25, and so that was the result of uh, of the of the high demand oversubscription, uh, and 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 real real clearly some some demand for the for the name and the stock, uh, and of course where the value was for the people that got into it. Um, you know, you, you really understand what's going on when you, when you really have a look at the markets that we're in and, and, uh, and, uh, and see what the potential is there for those markets. And so, um, that money obviously will go a very, very long way in, in, in getting us, uh, you know, that much more fortified in, uh, in the States that we're in and, uh, um, super gets super, <laughs> I guess if that's the word. <laughs> Works for me. Right. So um, yeah, so that's um, that, that's effectively the twenty-five million was a very successful raise. Um, you know, you can always go out and get more, I, but we're we run our company very very lean. We spend it like it's ours. We're very judicious with our capital, um, and clearly, when you look at the PV deal, um, it, it's a very big win for both of us, and it's a very very good deal for uh, Red, White, and Bloom, and we're very very excited about that. And that was uh, effectively what that raise was to. To, to be able to get that over the line and and, uh, and and really solidify the business there. Okay. Now, Brad, the company has solid revenue in the bank. How do you feel your financial performance stacks up to initial forecasts as well as when compared to how other companies are doing in the market as a whole? Yeah, so so the way the deal was structured in Michigan was, was, was unique, and that's why you don't see other uh, big players in that space right now. Um, what we did was, uh, was RWB was an investment co that invested in a license down there. And so that's the way we structured it. And so we have a put call on that. And, and unfortunately, we can't report those revenues um, at, to date right now with, with our investee. But they're significant because when you look at, uh, you know, what's going on in the market down there, we have, um, we, we have our infrastructure really generating, uh, a, a, a lot of business down there. And so, um, you know, for, for us to be, you know, releasing the results that we had, um, I would call that a speck of sand on the beach, uh, to what is really going on. And um, there's a lot more there. And once we close the uh, put call, which it's, uh, I've, I've, I've done the put call, so that's been exercised. Uh, so we're just going through the final stages of that now to pull our investee under our wing and be able to rep- um, uh, post those results. So we've got Platinum Vapes now, uh, and then we'll have our investee. And then, uh, and then we've got the Illinois facility that's, uh, that's doing a, a, a very big chunk of business right now on the CBD hemp side. So, um, you know, those three assets really are, 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 are performing and growing um, like a weed, <laughs> old pun intended. Okay. <laughs> now, there's an upcoming catalyst for your business around your core asset in Michigan that's been in the works for about the past six months and you expect it to be uh, the transaction to be closing soon. Can you offer us an update on this, Brad? Yeah. So like I said, the put, the put call has been exercised. Um, and, um, and right now we're just going through the compliance pieces to be um, good corporate citizens and show that we're, you know, the people that are coming in uh, to this operation, to the regulator, that we're, we're, we're good corporate citizens and, and we're able to run a good business and be compliant through their regulations. And so, um, all that information is in now and, and they've got it. Uh, and, and we're just going through the process right now of, uh, 
of uh, final stages of what's called a pre-qualification. And once we're pre-qualified, then we're able to actually fully exercise the put call and, uh, and bring our investee under, under our wing and start reporting all their revenues on our books. So um, that's, uh, from, from what I understand, a very, very short time away, um, a couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. So, um, you know, from, from what I get, and uh, so really looking forward to uh, pulling that in and, uh, and being able to report. So um, that's effectively the, the update on, uh, on, on, that, uh, on that situation. So uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we fortified the business up until this point. And we put the put call in, and um, now now we're just it's a waiting game with, with the regulator to get approved, and um, should be a very short period of time. Okay, now, Brad, can you run us through the company's plan with rebranding your stores as High Times, which you mentioned a little bit earlier, and the exclusive licensing agreement to use that same name for branded products and delivery? Sure. Yeah. So look, I mean, as I said before, I mean, High Times is is just such a such a wheelhouse mindshare uh, winner in the market. And, you know, my litmus test for, for uh, brand awareness is, you know, you shake somebody awake in the middle of the night and you say, um, Tide, they say detergent. You say um, Snickers, they say chocolate bar. And you say high times, they say weed. Yep. And so, you know, that to me is, is really where high times sits in the market. Um, very captive audience, very aware market in Michigan specifically where the biggest cannabis cup is, as a matter of fact, uh, it's bigger than any other state they hold cannabis cups in. Um, so, you know, that, uh, is, is, is it well into the works. We're, we're assessing that out right now. We're also doing products as well. So we're doing, we'll, we'll be doing uh, high times vapes, high times flower, high times, um, you know, all those pieces. And so that, you know, complimentary is just more of a compliment to, um, you know, what the high times brand is beyond that of what our brick and mortar stores can be. So we'll have distribution with high times products as well. So that's, you know, one more piece that we're able to drill down that much further in beyond out of Michigan. We've got it in Illinois and we've also got it in, uh, in Florida. So we don't have to open stores, nor do we have to do, um, you know, anything uh, to that nature or that degree in terms of CapEx out uh, in Illinois and or Florida for the moment, we can go in with products. So that's uh, one more piece of the strategy that we're executing on right now as well with the high times brand. Oh, great stuff. Now, looking ahead six months to a year down the road, you know, what do you see for the future of red, white and bloom brands? Oh, man, I mean, this is embryonic. This is the end of prohibition. I mean, what did, what did Jack Daniels look like before Jack Daniels was Jack Daniels? I mean, yep. <laughs> you know, that's the exciting part for me. And I'm, I, I, I couldn't be more excited about, you know, what the potential of this business holds, especially in the United States where there's, there's real fundamentals, there's massive commerce, there's so much to be done and so much to be had down there in terms of taking advantage of opportunities and, and, uh, and, and, you know, market share. Um, no one is, there's a couple dominant players, but there's so much room to become, uh, you know, top three. It's, 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 it's crazy. And so, you know, we've had a, a far shorter run in the States than, than our peers. Um, but, uh, you know, effectively a year and a half. And, uh, when our results come out, it'll be very, very pleasantly surprising, uh, most of the market, including our shareholders. And so, um, you know, and, and the upside to that is, 
you know, being public and having that currency to be able to go and do more M&A, more acquisitions, just grow uh, to the degree we can and, uh, and, and take advantage of this market. It's, it's so darn exciting. I, I hope I, uh, hope I succinctly uh, <laughs> articulated myself uh, over my uh, exuberance. No, you, uh, you're definitely communicating that exuberance and it is an exciting time for the company. I mean, you're, you're keeping busy and Brad, finally, how can people get in touch with the company to find out more about RWB? So, yeah, so look, I mean, we've got, um, on our website, uh, red, white, bloom, uh, com. We've got an investor section. We've got, uh, um, our, our current deck up there, uh, for people to go and look at. Uh, we also have, uh, uh, you know, a, a very friendly IR team that's, uh, is more than happy to answer any questions anybody has. So, um, you know, I, I, I implore everybody to go there, check out the website, look at what we're doing, get updated, um, see what's going on with the, you know, the platinum vapes brand and the high times situation and, uh, and what's going on in Michigan, Illinois, and, uh, and, you know, subsequently Florida and all the other markets that we're in. So, um, please, uh, please go check it out. Well, thanks again for joining us today, Brad. It was great talking to you again. Please be well and stay safe. Thank you. You as well. All the best to everybody out there. Stay safe and um, get out and vote. Once again, I've been speaking with Brad Rogers. He is the chairman and CEO of Red, White & Bloom Brands. I'd like once again to thank Brad for joining us and sharing this informative and insightful news about RWB with our Stockhouse podcast listeners and investors. Don't forget, all of our podcasts are also available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. I'm Dave Jackson for Stockhouse Media and the Stock Talk Podcast. And as always, investors are reminded to do their own due diligence before making any investment decision. Thanks for listening. Just a reminder to follow us on social media at Stockhouse for the latest updates on all your favorite public companies in North America. For more in-depth coverage, industry news, and to connect with our active investor community, you can visit our website at stockhouse.com. Also, don't forget to visit our new and improved Stockhouse Deal Room on site for unique and exclusive private placement opportunities only available on Stockhouse.com.